and hello and welcome to your favorite podcast out there. It's the Weatherman Report, featuring yourself by myself, Burke Myers, aka the Weatherman. And thank you for joining me here on this fabulous Wednesday. And we got some NBA talking points right now. Is we're talking about this NBA bubble, all NBA team. Don't really know why they did this, but hey, you know now we got our all NBA. First team, second team, third team, and then we got our all-NBA bubble team. And right off the bat, you know, going with my starting five for the all-bubble team, you know, obviously Damian Lillard is going to be that point guard. I mean, he dropped 61 points on Dallas last night. And oh my goodness, is Damian Lillard going off. He is showing that, you know, he knows that. Portland needs to win certain games, and if they win tomorrow, they'll be in the playoffs. And it's sad to see that Memphis kind of fell apart, you know. Uh, John Morant's had a fabulous season, and, you know, it's just tough to see that Jaron Jackson got injured, and, you know, they just kind of fell apart. They only won one game, of course, gets my thunder. Um, during the bubble, and all they had to do was really win, like, what, two or three games, and they would have been in the playoffs. So it's just crazy that Portland kind of just took it for the taking. And knowing that Phoenix had, like, a .03% chance of making the playoffs, and they're 7-0 and in the bubble is incredible to me. And knowing that they... Could go 8-0 and still not make the playoffs is just outrageous. They could go 8-0 in every game and not make the playoffs. Just credible to me. I mean, that just shows how far off Phoenix was. But, you know, this is showing that Phoenix is a good team. You know, they show that they're willing to... Put in the, put it in for the win, you know. I mean, sometimes when you play without any regard of knowing where you are, just playing just to play, sometimes it's the best success you'll have. You know, playing with nothing to lose. You know, Phoenix just says, you know, if we win games, we have a better chance. But hey, you know, we don't have a we don't have a good chance of making it anyway. So let's just play basketball. And they've been playing the best basketball in the NBA lately. I mean, the hottest team. I mean, they seem like they can't miss from three right now. I mean, looking like a looking like Golden State of 2016, 2017 right now. And Devin Booker has been an all-NBA talent in the bubble. And he's showing that why he should be an all-star. And he was an all-star this year. And, of course, he was a sub-all-star. Like, he was put in as a replacement. But he deserved to be an all-star and you know but Damian Lillard though I mean after scoring 61 and a three-point win against Dallas oh my goodness watching him and Luka go at it back and forth was just something so fun to watch because Luka I think is I mean he's the future of the NBA let's face it I mean there's few guys that are the future of the NBA one being Luka Giannis Giannis is kind of the prime of the NBA right now, but he's also the future. 
Some might say Trey Young, but I don't know about Trey Young. I think Trey Young is a glorified stat padding loser, to be honest. Because, um, I mean, the Atlanta Hawks lose a lot of games. Let's face it. Um, you know, Damian Lillard, he's been putting up, Dame Dollar's been putting up outrageous numbers. And I saw this, this meme of the Michael Jordan, you know, during the, the last dance where he said that, you know, when he started going off in the finals, he said, I took it personal. It was personal to me. And ever since Paul George kind of called out Damian Lillard, it's Damian Lillard's been playing like MJ98. Like, it's outrageous how Dame Dollar's been just going off. And how do you cover him? It's like trying to cover Steph Curry. Like, I mean, the dude could shoot from literally anywhere, and he puts up good numbers from anywhere. I mean, he shoots. He's been shooting almost 40% from three this year. Almost, He's been shooting 46% from the field. His PER is 26.7 this season. He's been averaging 30 points per game. On eight assists. Like, I mean, he's been putting up outrageous numbers. So to say that he isn't your all-bubble first-team point guard, I don't know who is. I mean, he's a five-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA, soon-to-be five-time All-NBA, because he'll be an All-NBA this season as well. And, I mean... He puts up, he puts in that number zero for a reason. I mean, he puts that number zero jersey on to prove, like, you know, that he's worth something. And he's really showing that his zero is more like a hero than Damian Lillard. Because big game Dame really pulls out the biggest of big games when the team needs it most. As he did yesterday against Dallas. Oh my goodness, Damian Lewis is fun to watch. And I'm not going to lie, I think the Lakers do have to worry about the Portland Trailblazers. Because Trailblazers are hot right now. Lakers, you know, they've been having to play like their best of basketball to beat some teams. And to say that they didn't put their all into against Denver, I mean, Le- LeBron played, you know his normal amount of minutes. Anthony Davis played his normal amount of minutes. And, you know, LeBron went off. Anthony Davis went off. And Kyle Kuzma went off. And they had a win on a game-winning bucket. Lakers are... I, I don't know, man. Like if, Knowing that the Lakers need both LeBron, Anthony Davis, and maybe Kyle Kuzma to go off to beat, like, a top-tier team in the West scares me a little bit. Like, that scares me. Because... Denver didn't even have Jamal Murray for, like, the whole fourth quarter. So, on minutes restriction. So, that kind of scares me. But, you know, Lakers are obviously still, like, a the t- top seed. So, they're going to be probably the team to beat, obviously. But if they're going to go up against Portland, no home, adva- no home court advantage. Knowing da- how Damian Lillard plays in the first round of the playoffs. 
I think the Lakers are going to be a little scared because, I mean, yeah, who's going to cover LeBron? Who's going to cover Anthony Davis? But who's going to cover Dame Lillard, though? Like, seriously, though. Like, that's... I mean, don't act like Portland doesn't have any offensive threats. I mean, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum's dangerous. He could put up 20 to 30 points every night. I mean, they have a bunch of shooters. Um, they have Nurkic inside, who's a big body, who could body up Anthony Davis a little bit. Not saying Anthony Davis is not going to get his numbers up, because Anthony Davis is obviously going to put up outrageous numbers. The real thing is, I don't know who would cover LeBron. But, Portland's definitely pretty deep with a lot of bigs. They have Zach Collins, also, who's a very consistent big. And, you know, they just have the guard play of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. That's uh, dangerous. If they're hot, they're pretty tough to beat. And... You know, they got, got a bunch of role guys. So, Portland, I think, might give the Lakers a lot of trouble. It's going to be, it's not going to be a sweep for the Lakers. Let's just say that much. It's going to be six or seven games. But, yeah. My perks for, we're going to do a quick Burks perks here for Portland. Portland, obviously, just leave the ball in Damian Lillard's hands. Obviously, don't like don't take the ball away from Dame. Just let Dame Dollar do his thing. Damian Lillard is basically as far as he you're going as far as Damian Lillard takes you. That's just basically how it is. And you know he's really sub zero, basically. Like he's ice cold, Damian Lillard, ice in his veins. But yeah, so Portland, if they win tomorrow, they're in. But my shooting guard for the all bubble team is obviously D Book. I mean, D Book's been putting up 32, 33 points a night um, during the bubble. And oh my goodness, has he been. I mean, the Suns are 7 0 in the bubble. 7 0. I mean, they're a half game back. Crazy. That is insane. That the Phoenix Suns culture has become a winning culture after a decade of losing. Decade of just losing, losing, losing records, having some of the worst records in the NBA. You know, James Jones really did put in a very good GM work. Of putting a good team together. You know, obviously you're going to have your misses. You know, they drafted Bender, whatever it was, like two seasons ago as their fourth pick. And he was a terrible pick. Or three seasons ago. My apologies. Um, I mean, But then they drafted DeAndre Ayton, who's, you know, a very, very good center. And then, you know, they obviously have D-Book. They got Ricky Rubio who's a valuable playmaker and you know they just got they got Cameron Johnson um, in the draft they got Kelly Oubre on a trade 
you know, I that for Trevor Ariza, Trevor Ariza didn't even want to play for the Suns. So I have nothing got Kelly Oubre out of that. It is nuts to me. And the you know, the big one was losing TJ Warren for cash consideration is kind of a slap in the face to Phoenix, seeing how TJ Warren's been going off. But you know, you lose some, you win. You, you win some, you lose some. Like let's face it. And knowing that D Book is kind of your leader, and definitely Phoenix is gonna do whatever they can to keep him, because he really is the future of Phoenix. I mean, the dude's, what, 22 years old, 23 years old, and he's putting up outrageous numbers. Youngest player to reach 7,000 points. I mean, he beat Kobe out for youngest player to first to 7,000. And let's face it, if this guy has a long career, he might break a lot more scoring records than that. Because he's special. Deep book really is special. So, yeah, Phoenix has a chance to go 8 0 in the bubble. Outrageous. It's all because of Deep book's play. And then my small forward, he's not really a small forward. He's kind of a point guard slash shooting guard slash small forward. But that's Luka Doncic. I mean, Luka Doncic has been almost averaging a triple double in the bubble. I mean, he's been just putting out like NBA 2K type numbers. He's just so fun to watch. I mean, he's. It just shows that fundamentals really do get you some. Uh, get you high in the NBA. I mean, Luca doesn't have outrageous footwork or any, or not sorry, not footwork, athleticism. He has terrific footwork. He he just doesn't have out, outrageous athleticism, or he's not like super super fast or elusive, but. He's so smart with the basketball, and he's so fundamental with it that he's able to fool players and get, like, easy shots because of how skilled he is. And that just shows that skilled players are more valuable than athletic players. The athleticism only takes you so far, you know, because most players in the NBA are athletic, like, insanely athletic. But Luka shows that, you know, being more skilled is more important. And he's showing that when, you know, he's doing simple step-back moves or setting up teammates for perfect dime assists and making the defense look stupid. And that's all because of his high IQ and his skill of the basketball. And not very many players are close to as skilled as Luka is at this young, too. Like, Luka is something that, I mean, Dallas is going to look at. And he, I, I mean... This is going to sound outrageous, but Luka might be the face of the Dallas Mavericks history by the end of his career. Like, he might beat out Dirk as being the face of the Dallas Mavericks towards the end of his career, which is saying a lot because, like, let's face it, Dirk is Dallas. Like, Dirk is the Mavericks. Like, as soon as you think of Dallas Mavericks, you think of Dirk Nowinski because, I mean... How, how could you not? I mean, the dude's one of the best scorers of all time. Changed the game for power forwards. Made power forwards stretch fours. I mean, stretch fours became huge because of Dirk Nowinski. And it's just crazy to me how special Luka really is. And knowing that they got the tandem of Luka and Porzingis, 
oh my gosh, that team's going to be so dangerous and throughout this whole decade. They're going to be so dangerous. As soon as they kind of get some more defensive weapons, I mean, once once they kind of become a little bit adjust to be a little bit better of a defensive team, that Dallas Mavericks team is going to be so unbeatable. Like It's going to be so tough to beat them. But the reason why this, they're beatable right now is because, yes, they have an outrageous offense and they put up crazy numbers on the offensive end. But, I mean, they give up so many points defensively. They're not a very good defensive team and they're showing that. And we're going to see that in the playoffs because we're in the playoffs are going to be, it's going to be high scoring like, it's going to be like 132, 127 type games. Like, you know, those are going to be the final scores. But that's just how Dallas plays, you know. They play, they don't play for the defensive purposes. They play for the offensive purposes. And, yeah, so they are going off. And so, yeah, Luca is my small forward. For the all bubble team, the power forward. If you really count him as a power forward, but Anthony Davis, now Anthony Davis has been going off for the Lakers. He really is. I mean, still my, you know, biggest take that a lot of people would say, but I think Anthony Davis best player on the Lakers. I mean. LeBron's been subpar at best right now. I mean, I'm not saying LeBron's not going to go off during the playoffs because we all know LeBron's LeBron. But, I mean, let's face it. Like, Anthony Davis right now is just, he's been the best player on the Lakers this season. Like, it hasn't been, it has not been LeBron. How LeBron is the MVP candidate over Anthony Davis right now is outrageous. And how there's even is an MVP discussion between Giannis and LeBron is outrageous because LeBron literally statistically only has assists over him like that's it like you look at all the other stats Giannis destroys him in points rebounds defensive rating win shares I mean uh, steals blocks like everything like it's just outrageous and the Milwaukee Bucks have a way better and they have a better record not a way better record but a better record I mean the best overall record Milwaukee has so, I mean, it's just outrageous. And Anthony Davis has been going off. I mean, he's been putting up 30, 40 points a night for the Lakers. And, you know, LeBron's been shooting under 40% most games. I mean, that's LeBron being a little passive right now. And obviously when LeBron wants to be LeBron and take over games, he, probably, he easily could because he's also the biggest... I mean, he's a freight train, and let's face it, he's a superstar, so he gets a lot of calls. I mean, he's like James Harden, a.k.a. Kevin Durant, a.k.a. whoever, you know. As soon as he goes to the rim, you know, he just will throw his body at people, and he'll get foul calls. I mean, let's just face it, that's just how it is. And if LeBron doesn't get a foul call, he'll cry about it. I mean, let's, um, that's one thing I... Oh, God, that's one thing I can't stand about the NBA nowadays. Everyone's such a prima donna. Oh, it's just outrageous. 
every single like time someone goes up for a shot, someone screams and one. I'm just it, it. Oh gosh, bro. It and it's and honestly, I feel like it all starts with the AU. Like it really does. Like AU, everyone's thinking they're like hot, hot poop, whatever. Like the, the, I'm just like golly, go put your go put your skirt on. And go play something else with basketball if you're going to keep crying about it. Like, seriously. Like, golly, man. It's just outrageous to me. Like, when I was playing AAU, people would complain about every single thing. Like, someone would go for a shot or get blocked. And then they would be crying to the referee about, oh, I got fouled. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I get if you're, like, almost get injured and the ref just, like, blatantly misses a call. Getting a little mad about that. But... Literally, though, like, God, every NBA player is just a prima donna nowadays. Like, you, no one ever raises their hand saying, like, it just like oh, I, I, I fouled him. No, it's, oh, no, that can't be me. My hands were straight up. Even though I, I only hit him in the face, like, three times, okay? Like, how was that not a foul? Like, you know, it's it's just stupid. Like, watching NBA players being such prima donnas. And being and being uh, to LeBron's uh, quote unquote being slaves, making thirty forty million dollars a year being slaves. Oh LeBron, do you need another massage with your with your ego? Okay, golly, this is the reasons why I don't like. I will never like LeBron ever. I will never ever respect that dude ever. No matter what, after all the good he does, he just says the stupidest things. And, you know, he's just really just stupid. Like, I had nothing else to say, but, like, LeBron's LeBum to me. Like, that's just how it is. I mean, he's just a Chinese, he's a Chinese talking head is what he is. Like, he won't talk about China. Like, he's like, no, no, we're not going to protect Hong Kong because I'm making my millions of dollars on child slavery in China. Like, oh, don't talk about that because we're going to talk about racial injustice not saying that's not an issue or anything, but that's not the big issue in America nowadays. Like, the biggest issue, like, right now has been child slavery and child sex trafficking. And no one wants to talk about that. But, you know, LeBron keeps wanting to talk about how he's enslaved. He is a slave. And yet he makes 60 million, like, whatever it is. He's worth $500 million or $600 million. And he's he's a slave. Dude owns like three mansions. He's a slave. I mean, it's just in, it's just insane to me. Like you know, and trying to tell kids that they they can't make, you know, that they're not gonna make it. Like telling young black kids, African American kids, whatever, that they're not that they're that there's a system out there that's trying to take them down. And that they will never amount to anything. It's, cr- it's just it's so hypocritical. Because it's just showing that you can make it if you really work hard. You know, obviously it's tougher for certain kids that come from certain backgrounds. But, you know, you should be encouraging kids that, like, you know what, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. If you work really, really hard, you can make anything out of it. That's just how life is. Like, there's a class thing where you know the harder you work and take every opportunity seriously 
the better chances of you being successful is. Like, that's just how it is. That's how the workforce is. That's how you make a lot of money. You know, every opportunity, you, you, you don't take it for granted. You, you take the opportunity and you run with it, you know. Obviously, certain opportunities, you, you'll think like, oh, why would I want to do that? But no, why would, you, why would you think about it like that? Think about it like, oh, I want this opportunity because, you know, I might learn something from it. You might actually end up loving it. So, yeah, that's why, you know, whenever someone asks me, do I like LeBron, there's these reasons why. But, yeah, so Anthony Davis is my power forward of the all-bubble all NBA team. And my center, this... It's also kind of controversial a little bit, but is, is Nikolo Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. Oh my goodness, has he been, I mean, he's obviously, you know, arguably the best center in the NBA, between him or Embiid, but golly, it's just fun watching that dude play. I mean, he's just the center playing like point guard almost, because how good he can pass, how, just how well he can pass the ball. Uh, he just does everything for the Nuggets. Obviously, I think the Nugget, Nugget, the Nuggets, golly, that's a, that's a tongue twister for me for some reason. Are I think a little too young right now. Um, I I think they're going to make a little bit of a growth this season. I don't think they're going to go out in the first round. I think that they might go in the second round. But obviously, you know, just like everything, it's just a progression. You know, this season. Like, last season, they made it to the first round as a high seed, lost in a close game. It's like seven-game series to Portland. Um, you know, the next one will be, um, you know, second round. Like, this year will be second round. Maybe Western Conference Finals. Then maybe next year, once they're a little year older, they make it to the Western Conference Finals or the Finals. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, just how – I mean, Denver's deep. I mean, they got a lot of very good players, very good role players. I really do think they're missing that one, just like, just that one extra guy that can just go off for them. I mean, Michael Porter's turned, Jr.'s turning into a superstar in the bubble. I mean, that dude's like on my bench. Like, he's my probably like my sixth or seventh man off the bench for the all-bubble team. Like, that dude's been going off. And obviously T.J. Warren's in there too. T.J. Warren become my sixth man because T.J. Warren's been like the goat in the bubble. So yeah. But my perks, my Brooks perks for the Denver Nuggets is definitely to know their options, see their options, and definitely in this off season, I think they need to get rid of Gary Harris. I think they should trade Gary Harris and try to get a big free agent or see what they can do with it and get maybe a more efficient shooting guard. Um, Cause I think that's the one thing Denver Nuggets are missing. is just kind of an efficient shooting guard that can play some defense and score the basketball. Cause Gary Harris, I mean, he's not a very good scorer. He's a good defender, but he's not a, not a great scorer. So I think if Denver gets like a, very very efficient shooting guard they're going to be a team to watch out for for the finals next year so once again this is my old bubble team
and I am Burke the Weatherman Myers. Thank you for joining me for the Weatherman Report. And I want to give a quick shout out to my sponsor in KRMA Watches. That's KRMA Watches. Use my code Burke B U R K E 10. That is Burke 10. And you'll get 25% off your purchases. And peep down below as this weekend I will be putting out my first YouTube videos. So, my first YouTube video. And I'll give my inf more information about that before, right before it goes out. And I'll make sure to always be link, link in, the, in the bios below for YouTube. And follow me on Instagram. Burke underscore Myers and follow this Instagram page for the this podcast. It's the Weatherman Report. And you know, keep up with what's been going on in the NBA. Um, you know, I'll keep giving more information about my YouTube that's gonna be coming out this weekend. Um, so just peep for updates on my social medias. And yeah, so that is the Weatherman I am the Weatherman, and this is the Weatherman Report. And I'm signing off. I met this girl out on the west side. We were talking seem like we shy seen her more than one time. I'll always keep her in a good light. I know this girl way out in East LA.